Hey guys. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Crimes of the Times. I'm Lauren. And I'm Haley, and today Lauren will be telling us about the murder of Kenya Monhey. Yes. Alright, so the story starts um, March 31st, 2011. Um, so Kenya and her friends are going out to, um, like go to, like, clubs and bars and stuff. They're going to have a night out on the town. In They lived in Denver, Colorado. And um, Kenya had just, like, graduated high school, like, the year before. She's 19 years old. Is she allowed to go to clubs and bars? She's technically, no. Drinking is, are age. Are like, the 18-year-old ones? No. Drinking age is 21. They're planning on drinking. They're planning on going to bars and clubs that are 21 and up. But they have fake IDs. I got a fake ID, though. Yeah, so, um... I've never had a fake ID. <laughs> me either. But I have been to a bar. Have I ever been to a club? No. But I've been to a bar. Yeah. Well, it's... It's so int- Like, so that her and her friends, they are, like, sort of split up. Because they're going to... They're trying to get into somewhere that will, like, let them in with their IDs, like, some, I guess, are more, like, like a sketchy place, like, they're, yeah, some thoroughly check IDs, or like others, they, like, scan your IDs, yeah, so, I'm, like, I don't know how people get away with fake IDs, because, I don't know, I either. mean, I feel like it has to be, like, a sketchy place, because when we went country dancing, they, like, scanned our IDs, yes, they, like, swiped it through something, yeah, so, it like, is, like, this is real, I was, I don't know why, but when they scanned it, I was, like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like, what if I have a fake ID? Like, what if this isn't real? Even though you have a literal real ID? Like, yes. Like, the actual real ID that you need no. in, like, a year's time to actually fly on an airplane? I mean, obviously, I'm not, like, I don't drink. I'm not gonna go try to... We all know, Lauren, that you're a big drinker. <laughs> but, like, it was just, I got, I don't know why I got scared. I was like, oh my goodness, like, they're gonna take me away because they this is probably away. fake. No, if you had a fake ID, they would just be like, you can't come in. Yeah, they're, they're, just, not gonna, they're just gonna confiscate they're not, the... They're not about to take you away, you're not yeah. about to go to jail. So, Kenny and her friends, they're trying to find a place that will let them in. And, um, she ends up hanging out with these girls that she doesn't know quite as well. Like, they're not, like, her really good friends. So, Did you say they're in Ohio? No, they're in... Denver, Colorado. Oh, I don't know where I was thinking, Ohio. <laughs> Kenya, like, they're, like, they're having fun. They end up getting into this, like, club, and they're hanging out for several hours, and they're drinking a lot. And, um, it was said that, like, Kenya was, everyone sort of drank the, the same amount, like, all of their whole friend group. Yeah, people handle it differently, But though. she was, like, not like her body wasn't handling it like everyone else so some people had suspected that like someone slipped something into her drink or maybe i don't know she just yeah maybe she just wasn't handling it very well i mean who knows yeah there's not be a million things and there's no answer to that question it's always been something that no one's really figured out but it's it's like kind of sad like she her and her friends, she ends up getting, you know, split up from them. She leaves her purse and her phone. And it's kind of interesting. There's, like, several different accounts to this. Some people say that she was kicked out of this club 
for just heavy intoxication. Mm -hmm. And then some say that she, like, went to the bathroom and then she left with a guy. And, and by the way, so the other one, like, the whole being kicked out, they say that she was kicked out with a guy. So whatever it was, she left with someone. Like, I wonder, like, if clubs, like, if you're super drunk and they kick you out, I wonder if they, like, call you a cab or something. Because I feel like it's unsafe to, like, kick someone who's really drunk out. Yeah. Because, like, obviously they're super drunk and they're acting a certain way in in like this place so they definitely they probably will need help they just need like to be in a controlled environment yeah so i wonder i wonder like if if she was like kicked out like i wonder if they would like have called her a cab or something yeah well she never got in a cab so whether they called one or not i don't know because it's kind of blurry like the if she was even kicked out or not um but she did like either way she left her purse and her phone with her group of friends, which is very scary. She's without, like, any and all yeah. things. Like, she can't, um, well, she can't call, yeah, she can't call her family, she can't call her friends, she can't buy a cab trip home, she can't do any of that. Um, so the next morning, um, her friends went to her house to, like, bring her her phone and purse, and, like, they had already been, like, calling her half-sister and her boyfriend and trying to figure out what's going on, and her, she was, she was actually living with her boyfriend at the time, but they ended up, like, just going to her parents' house and, like, to give her, um, stuff back to Mm -hmm. them and hoping that she was there or something, but she wasn't, and her parents are, like, what's going on? Like, tell us and and they're sort of like scared to tell them that they were going to bars because they did not know at all but they found out like that they were underage drinking and they're like okay whatever yeah, about like that when someone's missing you're like yeah oh, who cares like yeah like you should tell them let's just find let's kenya just, i'm like i doubt you're gonna get in trouble like for telling someone oh yeah we went to the bar like, yeah underage they're like oh my gosh like jail no well so they call the police and the police don't do anything right away they're like well she is like an adult she left with a guy like according to her friends like just just wait it it hasn't been very long and you know have you ever heard of like the whole 24 hour 48 hour like you have to wait that long to report someone missing. That doesn't exist. No. But also, adults are allowed to go missing. Yeah. So they're like, that's why they tell you, like, sometimes if you know, you know something bad happened, you don't tell. But also, adults are allowed to go missing, and so that's why they tell you to wait, just because, like, okay, gotta make sure they really are missing, and not like, oh, she's, just like, off. with, this, with yeah. this guy or something. I mean, at least they, I think it's, like, important to, like, okay, like, tell them. So, at least they know, like, okay, they've been missing since, like, this time. Yeah. But. It's just, and and plus then, like, because people always are, like, if they wait, like, a week or something to report someone missing, then it's, like, why did you wait that long? But then if they, or report them, like, the hour they go missing, then it's, like, well, this is too soon. Yeah. So. But those are the extremes. Yes. No, it is very extreme. But, um, 
so her parents are like really freaked out and they're sort of just trying to like call around figure out what's been going on and I guess wait for her and they're at home and a text comes in and this text um this text is from a man um who introduces himself he well he says um this is like the quote of the text it says hey this is travis the guy who gave you a ride last night creepy white van smiley face did you get home okay and immediately like so her stepdad um his name is tony he sees this text he's like what in the world um this is who introduces themselves as the guy with the creepy white van? But also, like, if he murdered her, why would he ever say anything like that? So it makes you think that he's not a murderer. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't know. It's kind of weird. I... But, like, you know, you put around guys and they are trying to be funny and they say weird things to you and you're like... Oh, you're like, okay. why did you say that to you're me? Like, you're like... Okay. Sometimes it hits. Most of the time it misses. And I feel like... Sometimes they just say things without thinking. They think they're funny, and you're like, that was not funny. That comes off weird, my dude. Please don't ever say that again. Yeah. Well, that came off super weird yeah. and super creepy, and especially the fact that she has Another not come home. Now. Way to go, my man. Yeah. So, Way to go, Travis. So her dad, um, like her stepdad, but she, he raised her, so yeah. Her dad, Tony, um, he calls this guy he just calls him back on the number he's like like tell me what is going on and like he doesn't answer and so then like they wait finally he calls him back and he explains um like sort of what was going on and said that um he saw her um outside like stumbling around he pulled over and was like it's kind of scared that like something would happen to her so he's like hey like do you need a ride and so she got in and then they're driving she decides that she really wants a cigarette so then they go over to this gas station like not too far away and she gets out but it's closed and so she ends up like getting a cigarette from this other guy like standing smoking outside uh-huh. and you know they're smoking outside and Travis is like yeah they were hanging out and Kenya's like I'll get a ride with him and then he was like okay like I don't know you so then he leaves but Travis is just trying to be at home yeah so See, he just came off weird but he's a nice person so he leaves. Well, I'm hoping he's a nice person. Is he a nice person? Is he a murderer? He's a murderer. I'm not telling you. Well, obviously he's a murderer because you're not telling me. Keep going. So, the like this whole um well, and then he like is saying that he goes home, and that's like the end of his story. So, um, and this was all over the phone. So then, um. Tony's like, okay, let me meet up with you at this gas station. Show me where you last saw her. Like, I need to know. So, like, they both decide to meet up at this gas station. Can I just say I'm picturing Travis as, like, Travis Barker? Like, that's who I see in my brain. (laughs) So, well, Travis is, like, this white, like, blonde hair, blue-eyed. Like, he's, like, 
kind of... So Machine Gun Kelly instead. <laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll show a picture um, later. I'll show you all the pictures, but not right now. But um, yeah, he's just like kind of thin. Like he just looks like an average blonde white guy. So like all of Utah? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they end up meeting up and, um, so not that this really matters, but, um, just since I just described what Travis looks like, I'll describe Kenya is like, she was born, um, like her, she was raised in Honduras and then she moved to the United States with her family and then her mom remarried Tony and, um, and then they like had kids together and so... Tony sort of raised her, but anyway, um, so they're together at the gas station, and Maria, um, Kenya's mom, calls the police and is like, I'm really scared, like, my husband is going to this gas station with this guy, and our daughter's missing, she's just, like, freaked out by the whole thing, them, like, him meeting this random guy, like, so she calls the police, they end up going just to sort of oversee this interaction. Go take that luminol stuff to check out that pretty white man. <laughs> well, they're just like, in the world. And so they all, like, are talking together, and he just reiterates the story that he just told yeah. um, to Tony. I mean, and at this point, he just seems, like, slightly sketch, but, like, he's putting it off that he is a nice person, and yeah. she just got out and wanted a cigarette and met this other guy. Yeah. So, when they explain this, like, the police are like, okay, so something is kind of weird going on. So, they end up um, leaving, but they have this in their mind. They're like, something weird might be happening with this whole missing person. But I feel like I would also do the same thing, like, if I saw someone stumbling. I don't know, I wouldn't, I would have a hard time picking up, like, a stranger. Yeah. But, I'd, but if they wanted to get a cigarette, and then they're like, oh, you can go... I would just go. I'm not gonna, like, wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, like, that's what Travis did, and, and then the police are, like, like, they want to talk to Travis, but they're also, like, we need to find whoever this, like, yeah. random person that, like, shared a cigarette with her. Like, who it's is this person? <laughs> so, they're, like, trying to figure out, they're looking at if the um, gas station has any surveillance. They don't. And no one is coming forward, so... they're sort of at a dead end. So they're just talking to Travis. And so they, like, sort of are trying to retrace her steps. Um, This is, like, this is not what Travis is saying because he already told his story. This is sort of what they're, the police are piecing together um, after they finally took the Um, missing persons report they're going through all the security footage from um the club and then like local areas so kenya is seen like leaving um the club and then like talking to a homeless man outside and then um and then she's like with this guy and they end up going to his apartment they're at an apartment complex they go up into the elevator and then within five minutes, she leaves. She's outside again. And then she disappears into thin air. And they aren't able to find any more so surveillance footage. So they're assuming 
that Travis met her sometime after she went into that guy's yes. apartment and left. Yeah, so they want to talk to the, whoever this guy is. And they find him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I met her. We um, decided to go back to my place. Then she, like, when we got back to um, my apartment, like, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So she leaves. And mm -hmm. he's like, he's like, no, stay. She's like, no, I, d I want to get back to my friends. So she goes. She... That's why I was, like, so fast. Um, and then she disappears out of the frame of Did the see, surveillance Is the guy different than Travis? Yeah. Okay. It's a different guy. And so they don't know what's going on, so they, like, keep trying to talk to Travis, trying to ask the public if they know anything, like, if anyone can come forward of, like, they saw anything at the gas station, what's going on. Well, okay, so Travis... Um, said that so the police pick Travis up from his work like when they want to question him and he's working at this bakery um no so he is working at this bakery he like makes um homemade granola bars oh that's so lame granola bars yeah that's no, that's like his his specialty I was like ooh bakery like croissants, bread, granola bars. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I know. I just like the chewy ones. Like I mean, the, I like the Quaker bars. ones. I just think that's lame. I know. Out of everything. Out of all the things you can bake, granola. Bar I didn't know you baked those. I don't. Even, I thought they were like mixed together, and then you. I don't know. I think some of them you make. You bake like the the really crunchy ones. I love the Nature Valley bars, the ones that like destroy. I hate them. Those are delicious. I only like the chewy ones. Mm. I think chewy ones are yummy. But I'm I am a crunchy person. You like soft things. Like you like soft cookies. Yeah. Stuff. I'll I'll eat a soft cookie or a crunchy cookie. If I have a crunchy cookie, I have to like soak it in milk so it's even Oreos. Yes. I need it to be soggy. Ew, ew, don't even say that word. That word is disgusting. <laughs> if you guys use that word around me, you're gonna get fought. Lauren's fine, but I just mean in general. If you come at me and start saying that, people are gonna catch these hands. Whatever I say it, it just reminds me of the Great British Baking Show when they're the like... Soggy bottom? Yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's just the, the thought of someone making their food soggy and then eating it makes me want to die because that is i can't eat my food when it gets soggy so you know like when you have a juicy like like hamburger cheeseburger and the the bun gets soggy i when the minute it gets soggy i can't eat it so sometimes i take a couple bites of my burger and then the bread's soggy and i'm like i can't eat it ever again nope it's disgusting i feel like that's not that weird no it's not because like soggy food is and I used but to be I, like that. Now, now I eat like like leftover sandwiches. Like I keep it in the fridge, and then it's like soft bread, and I don't really no, care. No, that's not soft bread, Lauren. That's it was already soft. Now it's now I it's know soggy. I know, but I didn't want to say the word soggy in front of you. It's fine. <laughs> there are worse words. Well, anyway, so he makes and sells homemade granola bars. That's like his thing at work, and so they pick him up. And they're like, hey, like, let's talk. And they just sort of want to get the story again, like, in writing. And then also, they're, like, asking him about, like, an alibi. And so he's like, oh, I, like, after I dropped 
her off at the gas station um, after I dropped Kenny off. Then I went back to my girlfriend's house and like spent the night and like that's it. And they end up talking to his girlfriend and his girlfriend's like, yeah, like he was there. And they're like, okay. I would not. If I if my boyfriend murdered someone or whatever, I would not lie for him. So he's like, lie for you. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm not about to lie for you. Yeah. Well, so while they're talking, they're sort of like, something's not sitting right with the police and they can't find this random guy that he's telling him was at the gas station with Kenya. So they get a search warrant for Travis's van, the creepy white one. Yeah. And they open it up and it's spotless. It smells of bleach. Mm. There's new carpet in the back. Ugh, and Travis, I was rooting for you. It, it like was scrubbed clean. They're like, this is pristine. Like the only thing that was dirty was like his tires, which were like covered in dirt, which is kind of different because they live in a city. So it's also like Colorado. So. Yeah, but they like it was covered in like dirt and weeds, and it, this is like the middle of Denver. So they're like, you haven't been in the city. This like very like you went somewhere else. Like hmm. Okay, Lauren. I know you told me you told me this story before. I don't think you have because this literally. Okay. There's nothing. I don't remember anything. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to do this story, I be. I don't know why I like glitch right there. Um. <laughs> There's a glitch in the matrix. I know. Every time I, I stutter, because I do that a lot, then I say that I glitched. But anyway, um, way back when we like had this idea of starting a podcast, this was the first story that I told Haley. And I, it was, she did not tell me this story. We were camping. I told her only what I could remember after listening to a podcast about it like once. So I... And plus, I wanted to, like... Maybe when you get into, like, her, maybe, yeah. I'll remember, but this is making no... There's nothing, like, not a recognition. And, like, sometimes, I'm like, I'll, so I'll forget things, but I'm like, I feel like I've been like, oh, this seems kind of familiar. This, I feel like I only told you a little bit, because I didn't want to, like, give everything away if we were going to do a podcast. So I yeah, wanted to be was, like... I feel like you told me all the stuff that you remembered. Okay. I, I can't, I honestly can't remember what I told you either, so, and I can't remember, I know you, you read me the synopsis of, what the was the movie? Mystic River. Mystic River, but I don't remember, like, any of it. Yeah, I was just talking about that movie with my mom. But, um. It's actually a good movie, but it's, like, kind of depressing. It's a Clint Eastwood movie, but he's, like, the director, and he's not in it. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen it. It's really good. I would recommend it. I mean, I know what happens, because you told me all about it. If I, I no, I don't remember. If I if I like started watching it, I'd be like, oh, it's still good even if you know what happens in it. I'm just saying. Okay, it's just like it's like a dark movie. So back back to there, they had just searched um, his his van. It was pristine, it was bleached, so new, clean, new carpet. The the tires were filled with dirt and weeds, and I'm like you were not driving around. Yeah metropolis with this so the owner of um the bakery that travis works at they like this this lady decides to look at the footage um like the 
from they have footage inside the bakery because apparently money was going missing from the registers so she's like hmm what's going on and she looks and it was unplugged so then she's like okay let's oh gosh, go back she did bake her into something <laughs> oh my gosh Lauren this is terrible <laughs> no. so she goes back and sees that Travis unplugged it and she's like what in the world so she goes back and she's looking at the footage why do people take their victims to their place of work what's wrong with you I know so she's looking at the footage and she gets a terrible feeling and she calls the police and she's like you need to look at this Wait, I like she starts looking at it but how but did then, she get the footage because it's unplugged it was unplugged but this is before he unplugged it like she just re rewound oh, so it. she so she was looking at before it was unplugged yeah okay. she was just sort of like trying to figure out like who unplugged it and then she was like going back trying to see because she had a different motive, but then she just got a bad feeling, and she's like, I don't want to keep watching this. The police should watch this. I don't want to subject myself to anything. So she, like, the police come, they look at it, and Travis is, like, going in and out of the bakery, like, the back entrance. Like, he has these giant, like, elbow-length rubber gloves. He is wheeling in the like his giant cooler that he usually keeps in his why didn't he unplug the camera before he just, you walk in know. unplug it then then you wheel everything in with all your gloves people you know what this is why criminals get caught because they're dumb yeah so he is like wheeling in this giant cooler and it's taped shut and they're like, what in the world? And he brings it into the freezer and he leaves it there. Oh my gosh! And then you like... Never eaten at a bakery. I've been to Denver, Colorado too. <laughs> I didn't go to any bakery so I was like, thank goodness. Well, he like goes back outside, comes inside. He's like, it's dirt. I don't even know exactly what time this was. If this was like, is probably when they're closed. So no I'm one's sure around. I'm sure because it had yeah. to be like... No one's around to see it. And it's... Was this like the night of... Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, so it had to be, like, some, like, ungodly hour. Yeah. But, um, so the, his co-workers are like, oh, like, we saw Travis, like, cleaning his van, um, the other day, and he ended up, they, they were saying that he, like, put stuff in a barrel and he was burning it, like, outside of the bakery. Oh my gosh. And so they take the, like, the police take the barrel and they're testing it. Nothing comes of it. And they can't find this cooler. And so they're like, oh my goodness, like, Travis, we need to talk. And so, like, Travis is, like, not saying anything. He's like, oh, like, I just have a bunch of stuff, like, for my granola bars that need baking and the police don't have any evidence like besides this suspicious yeah it's all circumstantial yeah it's like there's no dna there's nothing and they're like okay do we have video of you pulling putting something in the freezer but yeah like we don't know what it is yeah and like he works there and i don't know so it's very sketch and he is interviewed by um the media and he's even asked, like, if he killed her, like, and she, or, 
like he's he's the, asked the media is like did you kill her he's gonna be like yeah no he he said no but nod nodded his head yes at the same time like he's like no yeah he literally That's did that so weird and then he also in his interview he like forgot her name like how ridiculous he was like oh yeah the girl that went missing like no you the police only have been talking to you for like weeks on end you know who she is you know that her name is kenya like don't just call her the missing girl so they um after this whole like the media everything's like the heat is getting on him he skips town and doesn't tell police which is big no-no and another big no-no is he took his ex-girlfriend's car this is not the one this is not the one that like gave the alibi um but like a girlfriend before that um he took her car and is yeah taking it to like texas and he's in austin and have fun now you're in texas good luck texas is a scary place (laughs) for criminals well so a police officer like saw him like he got a bad feeling i think he's probably doing some sketchy driving and so he pulls him over and runs a license plate and realizes that this is a stolen car he sees like who the person that stole it was he's like okay you're going back to denver bye and they like the police get a warrant for travis's dna and but then the ex-girlfriend drops the charges for the like stolen car so they can't keep him Mm -hmm. and plus like running dna through the system and like getting it matched to other dna that takes five ever also what would they match his dna to well, actually, they, right now, they just put it in the system. They couldn't match it to anything until they found her body. So, they are more, they took it, they got a warrant for his DNA, but they can't really match it with anything. They just put it yeah. in the system. But they they were hoping that they could find something else while they're holding him for, you know, this Grand Theft Auto. But, no, no luck. His girlfriend's like... No, actually, I don't want to have him be in jail. Like, he's a good person. Is that what she said, or are you just... Yeah. Oh, he, okay. he, he She didn't want him to be in jail. And so, they're, like, really sketched out, but they look, and they're piecing things together. They're figuring out that he, like, even took her car to this, like, rural area. Same sort of, like, it's, like, you know, dirt roads type of deal. And they're, like... I feel like her body, like, they, the Let's police feel like her, yeah, her body's buried there. Well, how did they figure out that he went to that rural area? Did she have, like, a GPS in her car? I think so. I think it was, like, that sort of, like, it was a GPS in that car, and then also I think it was, like, the number of miles for his other car. They, like, they had a radius for his, like, white van. But how do they know how many miles he had on his car before he started driving it? I don't actually know. I got you. I'm just making suspicions. Um, so, 
after he's, like, released again, because the charges are dropped, he leaves town again, and he goes to Fort Collins, and he's, like... Is that also... Where's Fort Collins? Is that Colorado? Is that Texas? I don't know. I've heard of Fort Collins. Me too. I just can't think of where it is. It's in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. He's in Fort Collins, Colorado, and he's, like, hanging out at bars. He's, like... For his next victim. Yeah, he's, like, following girls around. He's sort of, like, being kind of creepy. I don't know. He's just really drunk. And so police are like, you need to go home. And then the Denver police, they're already, like, they have people surveilling him, like, 24-7. But then he got far enough away from Denver that they had to, like, pull it back. So Denver's like, please... You guys need to keep an eye on him. Just, like, he's a danger to society. We just don't know how to get him quite yet. Yeah. And, oh my goodness. He's not doing anything until July 4th. Um, if, like, it's it's been a while. So, that Kenya went missing March 31st, April 1st, around then, you know. And then July 4th. A girl named, a grad student, her name is Lydia Tillman, she was attacked in her apartment um, by a man, and she was raped and strangled oh and beaten. Like, literally, like, she wa- she didn't die, but she was, like, beaten to death, pretty much. Like, she, like an inch she's, like, she is. was hanging on by a thread. Like, so he... Before he left, he bleached her naked body Ew. and lit her entire home on fire Ew. before oh he left. Gosh. What the heck? So he could try to, like, get rid of any evidence. And so she mustered up the strength and the courage and she jumped out her second story window and, like, landed on the ground outside. And she, I mean, she's, like, already about to die. And. She gets, like, life-flighted, like, to this hospital, and she survived, but she's, like, in a medically-induced coma right away, and they couldn't find any DNA in her apartment at all. Like, everything was doused in bleach and then lit on fire, and then the only thing that they could come up with, they found DNA under her fingernails. And so, the... Denver police, like, sort of caught wind of this whole thing, and they're like, that sounds like it could be our guy Travis. We have this DNA that we took from him, but we haven't, like, we don't have anything to compare it to. You guys take it, and you compare it to what was under Lydia's fingernails. They do, and, um, I mean, it's, like, going through the system, so it hasn't been processed yet, so Travis is... It takes a while. Yeah. It's not like in the show's... Travis is still not, um, arrested, so, like, police are keeping tabs on him, and they see him following this girl, and he, he's, like, out at night, like, around bars and stuff. He's following this girl around, and so the police, police approach him, and he introduces himself as Travis Kennedy, which is not his name. His name is Travis Forbes, and they, like, the police let the this girl, like, get away, and then 
they they decide to arrest him for using a fake name which is just a misdemeanor like mm-hmm. it's not like it you really can't get in trouble for lying but they arrest him and while he's sitting in the in police custody he confesses to everything oh my gosh what the heck i know okay it's a lucky day so he asked for a deal though he's like i want no death penalty and no sex crime charges and i will give you a complete confession for both um the like the murder like for both um of like Kenya and and Lydia. And then he also was like and I'll give you the location of Kenya's body. He just didn't want the death penalty. And um no sex crimes. And so then because he didn't want to get got in prison. I know. I'd still tell if I was a guard I'd be like he did this. Yeah. I'd snitch on those I people. Would too. Yeah, beat him up. Get him. So um, they, Travis leads the police, like, he, they all pile into a car, you know, they drive out to this rural area that he had been going to for, like, who knows how long, and they pull off to the side of the road near this field, there's a lot of trees in the area, and they all step out, and Travis is, like, screaming and crying, like, literally going going crazy and the police are like walking and then he is like you're on her you're on top of her and they're like what and he's like you're standing on her right now and so then he like tells one of the guards like or not guards the police police like he he's like she's five feet under just dig And so then they find Kenya's body, and sure enough, it's, like, right there. Um, and then they go to trial, and Lydia gave this victim impact statement. She, like, woke up from her medically induced coma. She was able to identify Travis as her attacker, and she had so, like such bad injuries that she like she had like a shattered jaw she couldn't talk she had to relearn to talk not only because of her jaw but also like her brain like it was so bad so her she wrote this whole um victim impact statement but her father read it and in it she like forgave travis and just didn't want to hold on to this anger anymore queen behavior i know she's like I'm not, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, like, goodbye. Good riddance. Yes. And, um, Maria, Kenya's mom, gave Lydia one of Kenya's, like, favorite rings and just, like, wanted her to have it. Like, uh-huh. and they're, both their families are connected with, sadly. Yeah. Because of these terrible things that happened to them. And, um, and sadly, like, Maria and Tony, Kenya's um, mom and stepfather, they ended up, like, divorcing, at, like, just from this whole traumatic yeah. experience. Um, but they have a whole, like, foundation, um, like, in Kenya's name that they all work towards. Um, but Travis, 
he got life in prison with no possibility of parole. So, hallelujah for that. Plus, he got... And that was just for Kenya's murder. Uh -huh. And then he got an additional 48 years for the attempted murder of Lydia Tillman. So, that is the story of, you know, Kenya and the guy in the creepy white van. That is crazy. I know. Literally crazy. That's so sad. But also, I literally... I feel like you never told me that story. <laughs> <laughs> I think you told me a different story. Maybe I did. Because I don't remember that at all. I feel like I'd remember some of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I know that I told you way back, like, one of our first episodes. Um, well, my first story that I told, the Cassie Jo Stoddard. Yes. I remember telling you that one time in the car. Yeah. In the car? Or while we're playing cards? Um, no, we were in the car. It was a long time ago. Long, long... And now I'm like, is that, was that you or my mom? It might have been your mom. I don't know. Cause but, but I feel like I told you that one, I don't one remember too. you telling me about any crimes while we're driving. Oh. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Crimes Through the Times. And look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts.